Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. We had uh, some booze news. We had the uh, the story of the $2 million bottle of scotch that's going up for auction. Let's say they, it could fetch $2 million. Mm-hmm. I'd probably end up uh, dropping it in the parking lot on the <laughs> way to the car. <laughs> and what do you do with a $2 million bottle of scotch? Do we actually sip it? Do we do anything with it? Or does uh, it sit on a shelf? I, I would imagine, well, I'm not in the market for it. Mm. Um, those that would be would probably drink it. You know, I guess if you're a collector and you're hoping that the value will go up. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, like, you've got to make sure that's, like, perfectly stored. Mm-hmm. And, and I, how, I guess they can test it to know that it's still in perfect drinking condition now. You get it, you buy it, you bring it home, and your horrible 17-year-old stepson <laughs> takes it to a house party. Mixes it with yeah. Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's grounds for murder. Oh, yeah. I, 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 no judge yeah. no judge would serve any time on that one. And then we also had the story of 5,000-year-old wine. Archaeologists unearthed the tomb of an Egyptian queen and found jars filled with what they believe is wine. They don't know if it's red or white. So I guess over 5,000 years, it's blended. Oh. A rosé, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> or it's not wine at all. No. I mean, maybe the people building that tomb just had to go. <laughs> <laughs> you find some crazy things yeah. in the ductwork when you are when you bought a new home. You, you, maybe uh, bottles of that. You open it up, you sip it, and you go, this tastes like this. <laughs> Do you know that uh, a couple of times a week we have uh, unexpected, delightful little moments? About twice a week, supposedly, it happens. Okay. Things like finding money in a pocket. It's great. Great feeling. Yeah. Although we were talking yesterday about, or the day before, about everybody going cashless these mm-hmm. days. So it's not often uh, that you find a $5 bill or a $10 bill. Now I'll take a loony or a toonie. It's interesting though, because it, when I find change, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm. <laughs> I don't want a jar. I don't want to carry it around. Yeah. I had to get, um, I had to get air in one of my tires, and you know, I don't, you don't have to do that all that often. And if you do, you probably need new, need new tires. But I always forget you got to pay for it now, right? And it drives me crazy. I'm paying for air. Yeah, I know I'm paying to use their equipment. Somebody had to build that machine and buy it or rent it or do however they do it. And I know for a while some gas stations, if you filled up, they'd turn on the air for you for free. Okay. Um, what, what are they charging for air two now? Two bucks. Two dollars. It's a toonie. Used to be a quarter at one point. So then I had to go all the way home, dig through my jar, find a toonie, yeah. go back. And then I realized, of course, like everything, they've got tap. I could have put it on my credit card, but I didn't even Oh, realize. you could tap at the air machine? Yeah, you can tap. Some of them. Anyhow, the one really? I went to had a tap. Holy cow. And then, of course, so I spent two bucks, but the one tire only needed air. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's all the tires are getting air. Yeah. I spent two dollars. <laughs> I, want, I want my full... T- I'm a full air. I mean, it makes you wonder. I guess they can charge it, and so they do. Mm. Although a lot of people have, you know, just a little compressor or something at home now mm. uh, to fill those things up. But, you know, at one point, the draw of having it was that you'd get people to come to your gas station. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people are using that without getting gas there? Is it, is it that 
big a, big a crime now that you have that you're charging for. Well, I'm not sure actually who owns this pump because the gas station that I go to mostly has a uh, car has a mechanic uh, in the same parking lot, oh, and the right. air pump is attached to the mechanic's yes. shop. So I don't know if it belongs to the mechanic or if it belongs to the gas station. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, well, listen, there was a time, and this is way back, uh, when you'd go to a gas station and there would be employees there who would put the gas in, yeah. they'd, wash, they'd, they'd wash your windshield, they'd put air in your tires, they'd check your oil, right? the whole deal. And you'd complain it was more expensive for yeah. 70 cents a liter. That's right. Right. Yeah, so anyhow. I don't have one of those compressors, and, and I... Uh, I was actually thinking about just stopping by our pally Jeff and his son and just saying, hey, can you throw some air in this back tire for me? <laughs> I thought that's maybe taking a bit of an advantage. Yeah, because because they got time. They're just waiting around for me to show up. <laughs> they got it at their own. There's a bay at their shop that's just dedicated to me. Well, but not anymore since the Benz is gone. Yeah, I don't need them. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, delightful moments, uh, finding money in a pocket, getting a surprise refund. A random compliment from a stranger, someone letting you jump in line, and hearing your favorite song on the radio. Okay. Top five. Right. You're welcome, Canada. <laughs> uh, getting a bonus at work. What's that? Every week. <laughs> Can you imagine? A couple times a week you get that good feeling? Where, where, do, I, where do I apply for that job? Holy cow. I guess you got to be a teacher. Well, some of the companies will tell you this. just getting your paycheck is yeah. a bonus. That's what we hear in this business. Hitting every green light, especially depending on what day or what hour of the day you work. We come in here bright and early, and there is one intersection on a main road near the radio station that is the intersection for a subdivision. Mm. And I can tell you at 4.30 in the morning, there's not many cars coming out of that subdivision, but that damn light is always red. (laughs) And I have ran it a couple of times. Hearing your baby's first word. So that is, it, it, it makes us happier to hit a green light than it does to hear our baby speak its first word. Well, because, you know, once they start talking, they don't shut up. That's right. Your partner randomly showing you affection. <laughs> Again, the green lights. You see more green lights there than you do in the bedroom. And mostly, if I'm showing any affection, I'm, I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop. Why are you being so nice to me? What have you done wrong? How much did you spend? When you're trying to make a point and someone finally gets it, a uh, familiar smell from your childhood. These are most, uh, life's most delightful moments. A loved one saying they're proud of you, finding something you've lost. Waking up before your alarm and realizing you get to sleep in later. Mm. Getting an upgrade, like on a plane or a hotel. Oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and th- these are the little moments. Listen, that's why I was bragging about my shoehorn experience. <laughs> it's it's way down on things that we should really be dancing about. But every morning now when I put on these boots and I'm just standing straight with that shoehorn. I was at somebody's house yesterday. I take off my shoes uh, and I was uh, leaving. I, I asked, you got a shoehorn? <laughs> Guy didn't have a shoehorn. I'm never going there again. Uber Eats has just released a uh, a report which uh, lists some of their most popular special requests when ordering food. Okay. And no onions, the most common request. Really? No onions, please. Dressing on the side is second. Let's see that for sure. Followed by ranch, extra soy sauce, spicy, 
sauce on the side, no lettuce, no jalapenos, extra gravy, and no slaw. Mm. Yeah, I can see sauce on the side, especially if you get something that you're not sure how long the delivery is going to take. Yeah, especially with a salad. Yeah. <clears throat> a, a dressing will just make it all sloppy if it mm-hmm. sits on it too long. Um, the most ordered items are French fries, pad thai, and California rolls. I uh, I haven't ordered it all that often uh, through Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, any of the, any of the services. But I remember one time I did, and uh, and it didn't come with cutlery. And I wasn't at home. I was in a hotel at the time. And I didn't have any cutlery. I lo- looked at this thing. I was like, how the hell am I going to eat my dinner? And so now, now I'm like, please send cutlery reminders left and right. I would never. I don't think. I mean, I, I haven't spent that much time in hotels on my own, but... <clears throat> in the times that I am on my own, I, I couldn't imagine ordering in. I think I would always end up going down to the hotel bar and having something to eat and a mm-hmm. beer or going out. Um, the most uh, popular delivery combos are uh, burrito bowls with cheese, fries, and salt, chicken sandwiches with shredded lettuce. Fries and salt. Yeah. I know um, uh, my brother-in-law... <clears throat> who uh, is in the fast food business. He says, like, when Uber Eats and all of that first started doing delivery, people would order, like, a, a large Coke. Yeah. Just a Coke. So, <laughs> so you'd pay, like, you know, whatever for the Coke, two bucks or whatever it is, and then, like, eight bucks for the delivery. Wow. Yeah. I know, like, extremely popular, and I talked to the guy who owns the burrito place I, I go to a lot. Um, and at one point, like, because he's got, like, a, like it's like a bank of iPads in behind the counter where all of these orders come through. Right. Uh, and I said, like, is it really that popular? And he said, yeah, you know, you're in a college university town. So a lot of, a lot of kids that age don't have cars. No. And, and many of them don't even bother to get their license no. at, at this point. Uh, and it's cheaper than, uh, paying for a car insurance. And parking mm-hmm. to just order every now and then and have it delivered, pay the, the three, four bucks delivery fee or whatever it is, uh, than, than trying to take a cab to go get it anymore. It's, it's just, it's become part of their nature of how they do things. Well, look, it's, there's some new condos that are so small. A kitchen is an option. Right. You know, they'll, you'll get like maybe a sink and a microwave. Yeah. And, and I, it's the sign of the times. I mean, I forget that. It's available, right? When when I, when we're at home, we're like, ah, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? Let's order something. Like the go tos are still the old go tos. Mm. You know, pizza first, maybe Chinese things that we knew were always delivery services. Mm-hmm. And the thought of going, ah, let's go to the app and just order, you know, spaghetti. It just doesn't come to mind all the time. I uh, I never ever, I don't think not once, uh, have I personally uh, ordered. Through Uber Eats right. or any of it. I mean, I'll always say, what do we want? And we throw around a bunch of ideas and then I just go get it. Or I call it in and I order it and then I go pick it up because I, I, there's, I always have questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get answers, uh, necessarily on the app. Yeah. But I mean, it's so easy. You just order it with, you know, it gives you the selection of everything that's available on it. You yeah. No. Click I, your boxes. But when it doesn't come right, the frustration is still there. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm not a fan. And plus, I find it still takes way too long to get there. Mm. I mean, I can order a pizza 
call it in. They'll say it's ready in 20 minutes. I'm there. I'm home. Done within a half an hour. A lot of times, if it's especially during the dinner rush, you know, you order a pizza or something, it takes an hour and a half before it arrives at your place. Right. Well, uh, the one beauty of it, especially I know with Uber Eats, is that you can see it. Yeah. Right. Like Uber, you can see it coming yeah. <laughs> to the to the house. Yeah. And I just don't trust strangers with <laughs> my food. I've heard too many strange stories. When that twelve slice shows up with two missing, what's going on? Uh, there's been some unexpected food combos: steak with jelly, what? Cottage cheese with mustard. My goodness. Milk and avocado. These have to be people hitting the wrong. Like, tab on the app. Probably. (laughs) Seaweed and pasta sauce. My goodness. Butter with pickled onions. Hmm. I I love a pickled onion, but I don't know that I'd want butter with it. And they've had some unique special requests that include, please fry my chicken very hard, very, very crispy, almost burnt. (laughs) Sauce on everything. I mean it. Literally drown my food in that amazing nectar. (laughs) Make it super, super hot, fire, spice, make me cry hot, make me hurt. Wow. I have braces, and it's difficult for me to chew. Please chop my salad and all ingredients in small, small pieces. Put it in a box instead of a circle container. I refuse to eat any food if it's presented in a circle container. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Maybe they should just make their own meal. It would be uh, tough uh, being an Uber Eats driver. Uh, certainly if you were a little hungry yourself, mm. you know, it's like going Smell. to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be, I, I, I know me. Somebody's losing a French fry <laughs> <laughs> or two. <laughs> Billboard, the, uh, the company, the magazine that uh, keeps track of record sales and charts and all forms of music. They decided to, uh, do a list of the top 100 pop songs of all time. Now, I've always thought of pop music as just popular music, the hits, the top 40 stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have decided that at number one, a song uh, that went to number one in uh, June of 1987, they consider to be the number one pop song of all time. Who do you think that would be? Late 80s pop artist. Michael Jackson. No. No, he is on the list. He is top 10. Okay. uh, Probably... I think she was considered to have one of the most amazing voices of all time. Oh, Whitney. Other world, really, sometimes Mm -hmm. when you heard her sing. And, uh, yeah, I Want to Dance with Somebody is considered the number one pop song. Now, I don't know that I knew this. I Want to Dance with Somebody. Actually, the whole title of the song is I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Right, yes. And they um, they say it's because it just combines all the good things that are in pop songs Usually all pop music is about love, sex, and dancing. And it it has all three in there. Uh, At number two is ABBA's Dancing Queen. Oh, all right. It's a massive hit for them. Yeah. And it goes right back to 65 for number three, The Temptations and My Girl. Okay, good song. Yeah, great song. Yeah, I guess guess when I think pop, I think 80s and 90s. (laughs) And I guess, like you said, the the hits of top 40 rating. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, number four. There you go, 90s, yeah. I was surprised uh, by this one. Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone. Great song, but okay. top ten of greatest pop songs of all time. Top five there. Yeah. Number six, Madonna's Like a Prayer. Okay. 
And then Michael shows up with Billie Jean at seven. Wow. Yeah. The king of pop. No, not so much the king then. No. And then right behind him, Carly Ray Jepsen and Call Me Maybe. Wow. Number eight. Yeah. I mean, it was a massive hit. Yeah. But why one hit wonder Canadian craziness? Bieber called it probably the catchiest song he had ever heard. Yeah. At number nine, Tupac and Dr. Dre with California Love. Okay. I wouldn't. Probably think of that as a pop category, but yeah. sure. Yeah, again, probably top 40, right? And number 10, the Beatles, I want to hold your hand. Yeah. So, and then it goes on Prince and Britney Spears. And and on. What is number 100? What was the uh, number 100 song? Let me see here. It was Del Shannon's Runaway. Okay. No. Yeah. That was a good one, too. Ah, there's so many you could obviously you put in that category. If you're only going by... Not by necessarily a genre, but just by mm. popular mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. I mean, that's what Top 40 Radio was, right? Back when it was... Four- like Elvis and All Shook Up wouldn't make that? And- Probably in the Top 100 yeah. somewhere. I mean, we can sit here and rhyme off every song. Right. <laughs> that's right. What about this? At what about this? 75. Um, <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> that's what people will say. I, uh, again, I don't know where Lou Bega is on this chart, <laughs> but I'm going through this with a fine... I would be surprised if he's not in the top 100. I mean, again, that, like, things like the Macarena, which were hugely popular yeah. in their time frame. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you, is at 87, but Carly Rae Jepsen, that, that one really surprises me. Anyhow, there is, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you could debate this all day long. Right. You know. I would uh, I would go with uh, maybe some dead Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say the title of my favorite dead Kennedy song. <laughs> Someone was talking to couples about uh, TV shows they uh, they like or watch together, and uh, many say that they will uh, they will sit through a show their significant other likes, even if they're not so much a fan of it. Certainly, I know that to be the case at our place. That's why I've been roped into so many rom coms. <laughs> But then, as long as we can just sit there and watch TV, I don't care what we watch. Right. Doesn't matter to me. I just love the TV so much. It's similar in our house with sports. Yeah. But I'm not the one getting roped in. Uh, And and will Adrian sit and watch sports with Um, you, or she'll just go off and do her own thing? She'll usually just sit and she'll be on her phone looking stuff up. Yeah. Uh, The sports thing, you know, it's funny. I I never really did watch uh, much sports. I'd watch the Odd Leaf game, you know, years ago. But it's just so off my radar completely now. Mm -hmm. And I know that Maria, she, her brother, who's a a fanatic and certainly has drank the Kool-Aid of uh, being a Leaf fan, um, it she just remembers in her uh, youth those games being on all the time and there was only one TV in their house. Right. And it was just that tinny speaker, you know, <laughs> and uh, just the noise to this day, just that hockey, the, 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 the crowd and the loudness of it. Right. She, she did nonstop chatter of the play by play guys. She can't stand play by play guys. She was my biggest fan. <laughs> so for the longest time, like, Putting hockey on in our house was almost a sin. Right. She'd be like, turn it off. I can't take the sound. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. No, you and her never would have made it together. (laughs) (laughs) Although in that that run in, uh, I want to say, 92, I guess, 
Or was it 93 that first 93 one? Yeah, one? 93. Yeah. Oh, right, because the Jays won the World Series in 92, and that was happening in October when it was our people were out in the lobby watching the game instead <laughs> of in at our, our reception. Anyhow, I, I, in 93, we were living at our little place up in the Forks. And it's only like an 800-square-foot little cottage. And we were all so into it. Like, even Maria, even when I wasn't home or was getting home late, she'd have the game on like right. during the playoff run. And then we started having family up, or we'd go to somebody else's house to watch it. Like, every game was a, a thing. <laughs> an event. An event. And our house was so small, you'd have to go outside to cheer. <laughs> and you throw your arms up in the air, you'd hit the roof, or you'd punch the person beside you. Try getting, like, 12 to 20 people inside 800 square feet. <laughs> right. Uh, it was a it was a fun run, kids. That was way back when the Leafs almost made it to the Stanley Cup <laughs> final, long, long time ago. Uh, so anyhow, when uh, when it comes to watching TV, many people uh, say this: they will sit through shows uh, and just pretend to like something to make the other happy. Um, many single people won't date someone who doesn't subscribe to at least two streaming services. What? For almost one in three people, that's a deal breaker. Oh so you meet goodness. someone, you fall in love, but they don't have Disney Plus or Paramount Plus. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a deal breaker. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what people consider deal breakers now. Talking about your favorite show is a good icebreaker on a date. Like, well, you know why everything's a deal breaker? Because you're just your options are endless now. Right. There was a time you grew up in a town... You just married the first person you kind of liked because mm-hmm. you thought there's nobody else out there. Wait, you think they're endless. <laughs> right. There's not that many people that are that into you for the most, for the most <laughs> part. But you're right. The, the, the sea is way too big, right? Yeah. Most think your current streaming obsession is a good topic if there's an awkward pause on a first date. I think, you know, besides talking about the weather, talking about what we're watching these days. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have that conversation with everybody. Yeah, I mean, yes, it happens. Uh, it's one of the reasons I got to clean out my timeline every now and then <laughs> and my, my, my history on Netflix. So right. it's not just serial killers. Uh, I'd imagine that someone comes over on a date and that's all they see. <laughs> they leave. It's going to look a little awkward. Um, but it's also very annoying <laughs> because if you're with a group of people and you're not watching that show, mm. It's all they talk about. It's, it's constantly the conversation and convincing you to watch it. And and the yes, and, and the the labeling of you as some sort of square for not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons and Vikings, or whatever the hell. Oh yeah, into. I took so much heat over that Game of Thrones. Do you remember even? It was so big that when it was wrapping up, Doug Elliott was telling us like like it was a job requirement yeah. that we had to watch it. I go watch this series. It's what we deliberately did. <laughs> And I know it really upset a bunch of people is because everybody was so into it. And you and I hadn't spent a second watching it. We we just made up the ending. (laughs) We just added characters who weren't there and things that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, And have you ever gotten angry at your partner for watching something without you? Many say they have. Oh, right. You've got a regular series you're watching. Well, you can't watch ahead. No. And finally, if you do watch something without them, no spoilers. People hate, hate spoilers. We would rather give up sweets or our favorite treats for a week than hear a spoiler. 
We would rather give up coffee. We would rather stub our toe really badly. We would rather go a week without our phone. And it's why it's dangerous in our line of business here about talking about some of these things. Because people get really offended by it. And, I mean, it's like, you know, okay, can we talk about the end of Titanic now? Like, at what what point is the spoiler not the spoiler anymore? We've had to debate these things. I think it's one month. Right. On a movie or a, a show ending. Right. I think it's one month. If you have not caught up. Within four weeks, you lose. Right. Yeah, no. And I've said this before. I don't really even care. I don't mind a spoiler. Like, if you say to me, you're not going to believe in that show last night when the guy fell in front of the subway. Right. Okay, now I know the guy dies. But now I'm kind of excited because I know that's coming. Yeah, not everyone takes it that way for sure. Oh, no. No, not at all. And and it's tough when you're watching with someone who's seen it before because you're not necessarily getting spoilers, but you're getting... Oh, watch this. Yeah, watch this. this is amazing. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. Oh, it's coming up. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just so annoyed. I don't want to watch it anymore. I do love watching something. And this happens a lot with Marie and I. I'll watch something and I'll fall in love with it. And I'll say, you've got to watch this. And I force it on her. Uh, and then, um, and then I just, I'm so excited to watch it again and see her reaction. Right. Anyhow, thank God for TV. That's all <laughs> I can say. It has saved my life. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.